On today's show, Carl Thomas Neumann may be headed to Volkswagen again. General Motors shuts down the GM Foundation, and new car sales are on fire in Mexico. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily, the show for enthusiasts of the automotive industry. Earlier this year, General Motors agreed to sell Opel to PSA, but the CEO of the German automaker won't stick around to see it happen. Reports surfaced this weekend that Carl Thomas Neumann will resign. He left VW in 2013 to become the head of Opel, and now Reuters reports that VW wants him back again, possibly to run Audi. The luxury brand's current CEO, Rupert Stadler, is in trouble over how he's handled the diesel emissions scandal. When he was at VW, Neumann was the head of China and also in charge of its electric car program. Under Mary Barra's leadership, General Motors is undergoing the greatest changes in its history. The company sold off its European operations, stopped manufacturing in Russia, Indonesia, South Africa, Australia, and it stopped selling cars in India. Now come two changes that are not quite as momentous, but are surprising nonetheless. First, Chevrolet is dropping its sponsorship of the Woodward Avenue Dream Cruise. The annual event in the Detroit area attracts tens of thousands of classic cars and a million spectators. Chevrolet was the main sponsor for the last six years. And second, the Detroit News reports that GM will close the GM Foundation, which gives out $30 million a year to charitable causes. Instead, GM will focus its donations to improve vehicle safety and reduce accidents, to advance STEM education, and increase high school graduation rates in cities. And it will support efforts for sustainable economic development in cities around the world in which it has operations. New car sales are on fire in Mexico. Ward's Auto reports that sales just set an all-time record last month with sales of nearly 123,000 vehicles. And just like we're seeing in so many markets around the world, truck sales are growing faster than car sales. But cars still outsell trucks in Mexico. They have about 63% market share compared to 37% for trucks. Coming up next, even though it's only been on the market for three years, Honda decided it was time to give the Fit a styling update. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, advanced materials that deliver better results. And by Lear, a global leader in automotive seating and electrical systems. You know, here's a great example of how popular crossovers have become. Take the Honda Fit and HRV. Both are built on the same platform, and the newest version of each came out as a 2015 model. Today, the Fit sales are down only slightly at nearly 22,000 units sold so far this year. The HRV, on the other hand, has sold nearly 38,000 examples, which is up over 26% compared to last year. But maybe in a hope to attract some new customers, Honda just unveiled a refreshed version of the Fit. The grille, headlights, and lower fascia have all been reworked, and a character line now runs the length of the bumper in the back. There's also a new sport model that slides in between the LX and EX trim lines and has its own unique touches. 
and Honda's suite of driver assist features are now standard on EX models and above. GM may have stopped manufacturing in Australia, but it's not giving up on the Australian Supercar Racing Series. Holden just released images of the next generation Commodore race car, which will debut in the Australia Supercar Championships in 2018. For next season, the car will be powered by a V8, but after that, the team plans to switch to a new turbocharged V6 that's currently being developed by GM's Performance and Racing Center in Pontiac, Michigan. The car is currently undergoing development with Holden's official racing team, Triple Eight Race Engineering. Car sharing could be the mega trend that upends the auto industry, so it behooves automakers to learn how to do it on a massive scale. Toyota is experimenting with this in Australia. The automaker's fleet management company in the country just launched a new web-based car sharing scheduling, booking, and reporting system. Users can access a list of all the vehicles at any time, can easily see which ones are available, and schedule a booking. There's even a keyless entry option with a smartphone or swipe card. And some businesses might even be able to make a little extra cash on the side by making their vehicles available in the evenings or on weekends. Coming up next, Lincoln was inspired by piano keyboards to shift gears on the new Navigator. For the people at Dow, racing is a sport and a science. We enjoy one and learn from the other. But like most competitive people, we like winning at both. This is the human element at work. Dow. On last week's Autoline After Hours, we were joined by Andrew Kernahan, the Chief Program Manager of the Lincoln Navigator, and he explained how they came up with its unique, shall we call it, a shifter? Well, as we were developing the, the interior, we were really focused on the horizontal lines um, that you'll see throughout the interior, and that was about, you know, there's, there's something calming about being able to look out at the horizon, and that's why we wanted to keep the horizontal lines. and. One element of that is the horizontal uh, shifter, the, the PRND, uh, across the center of the IP. And we did a lot of uh, clinic work to define how that looked and how that felt. Uh, we looked at pianos. We looked at, uh, we actually looked at guns on how, uh, how the triggers feel hmm. as we were developing the, the curves for how each one of those buttons feels. And then we, as we developed it, we decided, okay, we've got to move it over to the over to the left, so it's closer to the, the driver. And then we wanted to make the P a little bigger, because that's probably the one that you hit the, hit the most, right? As you're getting home, parking in your driveway, you want to be able to hit the P and exit the vehicle. And then uh, the ones that you perhaps use, or the one that you perhaps use the, the least is the N. So that's been made a little bit smaller. And then you've got the R and the D. So there's a lot of thought that went into how it looks and feels. To learn more about the development of the all-new Lincoln Navigator, you can watch that entire show on our website, autoline.tv, or you can find it on our YouTube channel. That's it for today. Thanks for watching, and please join us again tomorrow.